Hello everyone, this is Attack the Backlog, the podcast where I, Mark Nez, tries to make a dent in their backlog one game at a time. This episode is all about Doom 2016, the soft reboot of the first person shooter series all about shooting demons in the face while kick-ass metal music plays in the background. The Doom series is known by most, if not all, as one of the first and best first person shooter series of all time. Doom 2016 continues that trend and originally came out in some year, but I can't remember which one it was. What I do know, however, is that it came out on May 16th of whatever year it was for PC, PS4, and Xbox One, followed by a Switch release a year later. So, I have a somewhat weird relationship with Doom in the sense that I've played a lot of Doom over my many years on this planet, but I don't think I've ever actually finished a Doom game. I very well may have finished Doom 1 or Doom 2 or both, but I sure as hell don't remember doing so. That said, I've always had a love of the series despite never, maybe, finishing one. So I was excited to really dive deep into Doom 2016. I did play the game around when it originally came out, but I stopped at Mission 5 when you first get the ability to double jump for no apparent reason. To clarify, you get the ability to double jump for a very apparent reason, but my stopping happened for no apparent reason. And on that note, having the memory of being able to double jump with being able to double jump during the first few levels of my replay was surprisingly hard to wrap my head around. Despite there being four years between when I originally played it and when I went back to finish it, starting over from the beginning of course, the muscle memory was still there and I regularly tried double jumping even though I knew very well I wouldn't be able to do so until hitting a certain story beat. But that's just a very dumb and a very me thing. You know, because I'm dumb. Now, I played the game on Hurt Me Plenty, the default difficulty, and unlike Wolfenstein, which feels like it's at home on the easiest difficulty, Wolfenstein the New Order that is, Doom 2016 felt just right on the default difficulty, and at times, especially later on when you're upgraded up the wazoo, almost felt a bit too easy, but I just took that as a reward for my initial struggles with the game, and I did initially struggle with the game and whether or not I should just play it on the easiest difficulty and enjoy my OP-ness. It's not that Doom 2016 starts out especially hard, but it does take a little while to get a hang of things, especially if you haven't played a fast-paced shooter in a while, or one where you don't have regenerating health. To make matters worse, your starting ammo capacity is so small you'll regularly find yourself switching back to your unlimited ammo pistol during firefights. On that note, I highly recommend upgrading your ammo capacity before upgrading your health or armor because you'll feel the difference there way more than what a few extra hit points will provide. I don't blame the game for this rocky start, but my own time away from shooters like Doom. Once everything started to click, they fucking click like nothing has ever clicked before. That's not true. I mean, they click, but I've experienced similar clickage in the not-too-distant past, like with Control, which pretty much clicked with me right away, and just mentioning it makes me want to play Control again, but I'll do my best to control myself and not let Control overtake this episode that's supposed to be about Doom 2016 and how great it is, because it is great, like, really 
great. Back on point, once Doom 2016 clicks for you, and I have no doubt it eventually will if it doesn't immediately, the game is pure joy from start to finish. Every weapon feels great and not having to reload keeps the action moving at a breakneck pace, helping make every single encounter exciting, whether big, small, or somewhere in between. And just in case you're wondering, the tears you cry are absolutely the laughter that keeps you coming back for more. In that space between, you know? On top of that, every weapon has two potential attachments you unlock by punching a robot in the face or something like that, and all those add satisfying bonuses to each and every gun, from being able to lock onto an enemy with your rocket launch, to letting out a heat blast with your plasma rifle, and so much more. Every weapon has its use case, and once you've upgraded your ammo capacity a bit, you'll never have to worry about ammo shortages ever again. Well, most of the time. If you do find yourself short of ammo, just whip out your chainsaw, which runs off of fuel, and kill a demon to open them up like a pinata, letting ammo for every gun you own flood the arena. And let's not forget about glory kills, the up-close and personal kills done to weaken enemies when they're flashing that not only provide you with a nice way of saying fuck you to whichever demon is on the wrong side of that stick, but also provides you with health drops and armor drops if you have a certain rune equipped. Speaking of runes, every now and again you'll come across a giant glowing stone that'll transport you to a challenge room. These challenges are all pretty basic. Kill this many enemies before the time runs out, reach this point before the time runs out, and so on. If you complete a challenge room, you'll unlock a rune that gives you some kind of bonus, from being able to initiate a glory kill from further away, to collecting more ammo from items and enemies, and the aforementioned dropping of armor in addition to health when a glory kill is performed. You can equip up to three at a time once you've unlocked all three slots, and they go a long way in making the game feel even better by fitting your specific playstyle and needs. Spoilers, the three examples I mentioned are the three runes I used during my entire playthrough. You can also improve every rune by completing specific challenges, but said challenges basically just amount to, we will upgrade this for you in due time after you use it long enough. The way the runes impact your playstyle and the fact that every gun feels great goes a long way in making the user experience as good as it is. But there's one thing that makes a difference and puts Doom 26 above the rest. The music. Holy shit is the music fucking incredible. You could take away this or that and Doom 2016 would still be a good time, but if you took away the music, it would be such a lesser experience. This is weird for me because I never listen to metal during my free time, but I can't imagine playing this game with different music or no music at all. I think it would actually be a fun experiment to turn off the music in the audio settings to see what it's like, but I'm far too scared to inflict such potential pain on myself. The music knows just when to amp shit up and it is because the music is so good and so well implemented that the game is exciting exactly when it's supposed to be exciting and I am writing all of this while listening to the music on its own and even without a gun in my hand and a demon's face in my sight, I am still fucking loving it because it's just good ass metal. Obviously, as the opposite of a metalhead, I have no idea what I'm talking about, but 
I think the fact that I'm listening to it outside of the game and enjoying it as much as I am shows just how fucking good it is. And it's so fucking good that I'm swearing way more than usual in this episode because I just feel like metal and fucks go together like peanut butter and jelly. The only question is, which is the peanut butter and which is the jelly? The answer is, who gives a fuck because you're eating fucking peanut butter and jelly. Just shut up and enjoy it, fucker. I'm sorry, you're a very nice person for watching or listening to this, and I didn't mean to call you a fucker or yell at you. I hope you can forgive me. I pinky promise to never do it again. Unless you're a pinky demon, in which case, you can go fuck yourself. Whether big or small, I didn't have a problem with an enemy. Except for pinkies who charge at you like a bull seen red with armored fronts and vulnerable behinds. Just the way I like it. And they constantly were a pain in my ass. A pain I gladly reciprocated by shooting them up their own asses. And if that wasn't enough, eventually you'll come across specters which are just invisible pinkies fuck you pinky and fuck your invisible brother or sister or non-binary sibling no matter how you demon fucks identify i fucking hate you anyway doom 2016 is an amazing game but it's not a perfect one the platforming is fine but it can be frustrating at times when mr doom guy won't grab a ledge that looks to be in reach thankfully required bits of platforming are few and far between so it never becomes much of a concern and it's greatly improved as soon as you gain the ability to double jump and that's it that is the end of my complaints is this story anything special of course not but who the fuck is playing a doom game for its story all you need to know is that demons are bad and you are the one person to rule them all you're sauron the demons are the rings and it is your duty to lord the fuck over all of them. I adored my time with Doom 2016. As a soft reboot for the series, it does exactly what it needs to do and then some. It reminds you of why you love the series in the first place and then says, but look at how much fucking cooler we are now. It's full of fun easter eggs from original Doom levels to a Skyrim arrow to the knee reference and more. And while there's so much for longtime fans to enjoy, whether it's said easter eggs or seeing how classic enemies have been updated and upgraded, Doom 2016 is a perfect starting point for the Doom Virgin in your family, and despite its relatively fast nature, it's a game where you should always be moving, it feels really good with a controller. Honestly, I can't say enough good things about Doom 2016. It's buckets of fun, I mean buckets of fun, and the kind of game I can see myself regularly replaying because it's just that good. That said, if you're curious about the multiplayer, it's as dead as a doornail, at least on Xbox. Also, dead as a doornail is a stupid saying and I regret using it, but not enough to delete it and replace it with something else. Speaking of shit that's as dead as a doornail, that will do it for this here episode of Attack the Backlog. Once again, I am Marcus Nez. Y'all can find me on Twitter and pretty much everywhere at PX Sausage. The site is, of course, pixelatedsausage.com, where you can find this podcast, the Pixelated Sausage Podcast, and Unamazingly Baka, all of which are available on podcast services across the globe. You can also check out the art I make on the site, and if you see something you like, you can purchase a print of the piece you fancy. And if you fancy the site in general and anything that we do, please go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that way. As always, thank you for watching or listening. I hope you enjoyed this here episode, and I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. Unless you're a pinky or a specter, in which case, get fucked. <laughs>